Yes, he is here. Ben Aylett from Easy Wireless. Good evening. Good evening, Chris. Yeah, recognisable by his Hawaiian shirt. Yep. Yeah, not bad. Not yep. bad. Not, not bad. bad. This one's all right. I've Just seen fine. more Hawaiian Hawaiian looking than that, but not bad. It passes. Not bad. It does. It does. Yes. Hey, mate. Yes. So much. By the way, if you'd like to have a chat to Ben, nine double two double one eight eighty two. Our number. Mm-hmm. So much conversation. Yes. Now, with the issue of mobile phones, people using mobile phones in cars yeah. on non-handheld devices. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. This is, is there a technical solution to this? There is a technical solution, but we still have to understand that this is a, a human habit. Where we're all worried about what the next text that just buzzed in our hand is well, all that, about. That's a good what question. Are you missing as to why? But yeah, exactly. Putting so, that aside, accepting that some people yeah. just are their own worst enemy. They are. How? What are some of the technical solutions to this? Well, I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Unless you're an emergency services worker, I fail to see how the next text can be so important it can't wait until you get to your destination. Yeah, I know. Well, look, the, the technical solution is really only as far as your phone, quite ironically. Uh, so you've got, with iOS, you've got driving mode. So it will actually shut down notifications and basically it won't disturb you while you're driving, which is actually quite intelligent. It's what we should be doing anyway. And uh, look, if you really need to listen to your music on your iPhone, uh, you can get a compatible uh, head unit for your car if you don't already have a Bluetooth compatible unit, or you can get a Bluetooth transmitter. And that will allow you to play your music. If you're really lucky and you've got a car... Doesn't the car's entertainment system take care of that anyway? It does, but uh, you know, some, people, some people might want to listen to things that don't come on a CD or don't come on the radio, so things like podcasts, which is one of my uh, passions. I, I love listening to podcasts, and I actually prefer to But don't you just operate that the same way you'd operate your regular Bluetooth system? Yeah. So it, you know, or your Bluetooth, Apple yeah. CarPlay or your Android Auto or something. Exactly. So Apple CarPlay, uh, if, if you have a car that is compatible, so there are manufacturers out there that make sure that their head units that come with the car are compatible with uh, Apple CarPlay, uh, you're in luck. So you can just get your phone to connect to your CarPlay head unit and you're good to go. And it includes things like your navigation. You can even answer calls uh, hands-free. And uh, even though I don't recommend it, you can also dictate uh, text messages to whoever's sending you a text message. So you can reply back and say, hey, look, I'll get back to you when I finish driving. So that's with the Apple CarPlay. Now, if you're an Android person, you're in even better luck. So not only can you get by with a Bluetooth-equipped head unit or if it supports Android Auto, that's great. You can also download download the Android Auto app on your phone and using a either a windscreen mount or a, um, a magnetic mount that clips to your dashboard or vent on your air conditioning unit, uh, you can basically turn your phone into a navigation head unit that also allows you to play your music. And, of course, it'll ring and you can uh, just tap one button and you can mm. pick up a phone call. And it also uses the the intelligent assistant, just like the Apple CarPlay does. Mm. So Apple CarPlay uses Siri, and of course the Android Auto system uses the Google uh, intelligent assistant. So you can say the trigger words and say, uh, "Navigate me to home," or play the mm. next track, or call uh, Jono or whoever it is you want to call. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? it just amazes sense. me how yeah. this has become so much of an issue. Well, it, it is. It, it is a massive issue because as you're driving a vehicle mm. that quite often weighs around about a ton, uh, quite often driving but, but around... But don't about people kind of realise that? 
I mean, the whole bit about SMSing and, and, and the rest of it, yeah. you know. Look, I, I, I drive around a lot as oh, a part I, of my I work. take it things like Apple CarPlay. Yep. I, I take it that they also integrate with the car's entertainment system. So if, That's for right. example, uh, you want to play music that you've got stored, say, on iTunes through your iPhone, you've got mm-hmm. Apple CarPlay. Yep. You just use the car's entertainment system to fire up your iTunes. That's right. And which that, makes sense. Yeah, and it's perfectly legal and it works seamlessly through your car head unit. And, it, and it's it, designed to work that way. It's designed exactly. to work with the product you've got, et cetera, exactly. et cetera, et cetera. That's right, and it works. And it just infuriates me because, I mean, just today I counted about four or five people on my drive from uh, northern suburbs to, say, like around the city, uh, and they were all – either driving while texting or they're pulled up at lights and still messing with the phones, which, by the way, mm. is still illegal. Oh, yeah. It just drives me insane. But I just fail to see what's so damned. This is what does my head in. Mm-hmm. I just can't see what's so damned important it can't wait. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I challenge is... anyone yeah. at any time to tell me what they're texting immediately at that point that is so important yep. it can't wait. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that if we were to put out the question to the listeners to say, "Can you give me a reason why you would text? Why you would text yeah. and put not only your life at risk but the lives of the people around you at risk?" Give us a legitimate reason. Oh, and what's so important that you would do that? Yeah, and mm. the phones would be dead. Oh, would, of course, would, no one. Can no one could come up with a reason. Yeah, absolutely. No one, no one can justify mm. sending a text or reading your phone while you're driving. What just amazes why people choose to do it. Yeah. And you out there listening on the car radio right now. It's like playing Russian roulette. Exactly, yeah. And Mm. and, and you out there uh, on on, playing with your phone, stop it. Just stop it. But really, why should we have to do that? You know, at some point, somebody ought to be told, well, listen, you obviously don't have any brains. Give us back your licence. Yeah, I know. Because you don't have enough brains to drive a car. Mm Mm-hmm. G'day, Eddie. Yeah, g'day, Chris and Ben. G'day, Eddie. Yeah, my question is, um, for 16, 18 years, I had a Nokia 6310 yeah. with a hands-free kit in the car. Mm-hmm. So you talk on the phone, you put it into the hands-free kit, yep. and you just can drive off and finish your conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the G2 network's finished, and I had to get another mobile phone, Right. and I got a hands-free kit put in the car. Right. But now sometimes it takes between a minute to five minutes before it somehow connects. All right. Is there anything better than that? Is this hands-free kit a Bluetooth hands-free kit? Yeah, blue, yeah sorry, a Bluetooth hands-free kit, yeah. Yeah, now Bluetooth does take a little bit of time to sync up sometimes. So unfortunately, just because Bluetooth is Bluetooth, it does take a little while for it to recognise uh, both devices and it sets everything up. So well, look, if it means a minute or two, uh, it's usually not a big deal. I, I wouldn't say, because I deal with the same thing myself. I've got a small Bluetooth mm-hmm. kit for my car. And um, I've actually trained my phone. So there are settings on your phone where you can say, as soon as you detect this Bluetooth unit, start up Android Auto, and everything goes hands-free. Yeah, because as I said, you, know, you, you sort of have to sit there and wait and wait until it connects up. Mm-hmm. And anything from one minute to sometimes five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's modern okay. technology. It's <laughs> it shouldn't be any better than the old technology that was there. Uh, yeah. 20 years ago? Well, yeah, you'd expect so, but uh, sometimes they try to do things a little better and sometimes it works out. It's not quite as good. If you're having trouble with it connecting, what I suggest you do is that you have uh, you go to your phone, go to your Bluetooth settings, and you remove the Bluetooth uh, hands-free kit from your phone and then you resync it. So you, you reconnect it and sometimes that fixes the problem. 
No worries. All right. Best of luck, Eddie. Yeah, Thank good stuff. Thanks very much for that, Eddie. Drives you nuts again. One of those, you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's actually one of the areas where uh, Android Auto and Apple CarPlay come into their own, especially yeah. if you've got a head unit you can plug in using a USB cable. Because that's possible too. Yeah. Anthony. Yeah, g'day. Now look, there's no excuse for using your phone while you drive, but mind you, uh, if they fixed our traffic lights, and made the roads uh, more efficient, uh, which they could do if they were smart, then uh, people wouldn't be tempted to look at their phones. Mm, okay. Well, I'm, I'm still not agreeing with you, Anthony. There's really no reason whatsoever to be looking at a phone while you're in control of a car. Full stop. All right. <laughs> but I mean, you're not, you're not seriously going to suggest just because somebody's sitting at the traffic lights they should do that. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, not while you're driving, but if you're stopped, all the person behind's going to do is beep on the horn. Yeah, but mate, and you're supposed wait. to pay attention to what's going on. Not if seriously, Anthony, answer, answer me this question: What could be so important on a text that you can't wait until you get where you're going? Seriously, tell me something that would be so important that you routinely expect to get on a text. Ah, uh, you know, could be from a mate or something. Look. That's, that's hardly that's hardly day. important, mate. That's no, nah, it's not even it's not even it close, takes 10 mate. Ten seconds, mate. What's that? It takes ten seconds, not even. Yeah, it, it's nah. it's still illegal for a reason, Anthony. But look, I'm, and I'll tell you I'm, something, mate. People who are doing that are paying absolutely no attention to the road or anything behind them. And I'm telling you now, you shouldn't have to lean on your horn to tell some clown in front. Out. You shouldn't have to lean on your horn to tell some clown in front of you to get moving because the lights have changed because they're completely oblivious to what's happened because they're too busy looking at a damn text. Yeah, and look, hats off to Anthony for actually taking up the challenge. I wasn't expecting anyone to do it, but hey, Anthony, you stepped up, mate. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Jeez, I mean, seriously, he'd have to be having a lend, wouldn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he believes that uh, he... I mean, really, I just want somebody to tell me what's so damned important. Yeah, I've no idea. I have never come across anything that is so important. I'm sorry, a text from a mate saying, let's go out and get smashed tonight together does not qualify as something really important and doesn't qualify as something that can't wait until you get home. Yeah. yeah. G'day, Kevin. Hey, g'day. How are you? Not bad, mate. Not bad. You got an idea, hey, uh, mate. What's up? This idea of uh, driving, texting, all that. I think you said on the way in you saw four people in the phone, in their car yeah. uh, doing that. Yes. Why doesn't the police or the government or someone get behind an idea where you see somebody, you get a time, you get a date, uh, if you've got dash cam, you get a picture of them even doing it, send that in to the police, mm-hmm. they get hold of the guy, put him in court, give him a fine, mm. and you get a $75 or $50 reward mm. for doing it. Uh, then yeah. all of a sudden... Everybody on the road is going to be thinking, shit, that guy could be dobbing me in for sending a text. Yes. And it's like everything is just the worry. If you put that thought in people's minds, they're going to look around and go think, Oh, yeah, that guy could get me. Could cost me. He could get a seventy-five dollar reward, and I get a four hundred dollar fine, or yeah. whatever it is. There's only one place where your whole argument falls over, Kevin. The moment, the moment you suggested the reward, there's no way they're going to share the money with you, mate. No, no, no. There's nothing to do with it. I see you. You're sending a text. I send your details, and 
if I've got film of it, whatever, into the police, they catch you, they find you, and then the yep. police send me a reward, mm-hmm. $75 or 50 bucks. For That's what I mean. It effectively in. amounts to sharing the fine with you, mate. <laughs> well, look, the, the I'm just well, being cynical in that regard. <laughs> Well, look, the bounty has worked in uh, in other cases before. So there is a mm-hmm. bounty for people who use software illegally. Yeah. Uh, so if you do in a, a business that's... You do uh, realise that actually proving software. that's harder than proving the other business. Well, well, okay, going to the software thing, no, it's not hard at all. No, that's uh, what but, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> the evidence is there, it leaves a footprint. Yeah, but the texting and driving, yeah, you've got to have a mm. dash cam pointed in just about every direction. To be able to do it. In order to yeah. catch people because yeah. you can't go on anything except video evidence. Yep. Thanks very much for that, Kevin. The other that, problem, of course, you... Idea. No, the other problem, of course, you got is when people have to go to court. Mm. It's one thing to say, hey, I saw this bloke doing it. It's a completely different thing to say, yes, and I will go to court and give evidence. Yes, indeed. By the way, if you'd like to get in contact with uh, Ben Aylett, uh, we always say it, one L, two T's in Aylett. Ben right. com is the website. Mm-hmm. 922-11882. Our telephone number. G'day, Luke. Oh, g'day. How are you? Good. Very well, Luke. What's up? Gentlemen, that's very good. I would like to uh, come in from left field. Yep. About all this, this phone and texting. When you're driving a car and just talking to the boss that's telling you how to drive, you're focused. <laughs> yeah. When you're driving your car and you've got the radio on, you're still focused. Mm-hmm. The minute someone calls you on a phone, it's about little Johnny that's got his thumb stuck in the bath or something. It takes you right away from what you're actually doing. Yeah. Yeah, it distracts you a bit. Although I I guess the difference is if you've got a hands-free set... No, even with hands-free, what I'm saying is it takes your mind away Mm -hmm. from what you're really doing. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That's my argument. That's all I wanted to say, and uh, that's what I'm saying. So it doesn't matter hands-free or not, Yep. Um, I've had a truck, I've done all sorts of different jobs, but I do know that sometimes when you have a conversation on the phone, mm-hmm. it takes you away from what you're actually doing at the time. Yeah. You've got a point, I, Lee. Yeah, I, I do I, agree. I, yeah. I understand the point, yep. yeah. Um, even though you can argue that at least if you've got hands-free, you're still able to look around. The problem is, especially if you're texting, your focus is taken completely away from the raid. Absolutely. But, but actually, <laughs> I've got to say, Luke's got a point. He does. It, yeah, even yeah. when you're on the phone and um, if you're talking to someone in the car, at least you're in the moment. You're still driving. Mm. Everyone knows you're still driving yes. and it's fine. But if, uh, if you're talking to someone on the phone, it is taking you out of that moment uh, and so you're not actually mindful of what's going on around you as much mm. as you would be in another situation. Rodney. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good, mate. Ben's here listening. Go for it. Um, calling in regards to the use of mobile telephones within a, in, within a car and mm-hmm. not just texting, but just using mobile telephones. Yep. Um, I noticed in, in, in overseas countries like Malaysia, I was, which I've been quite frequently, mm-hmm. uh, to, they actually have timed red light. And within that timed red light, you can actually use your phone within that period of time in which you actually have to wait at the light. I can't see why we can't actually put that type of system in Perth. Can I just ask this question, Rodney? What's so damned important that we have to use a blasted well, phone? Imagine if you have to actually make a telephone call, which is quite urgent, and you're actually seriously driving. what? Tell yeah. Well, then you pull over. Yeah, that's right. Mate, seriously, words, what over. is going but, but to you be are for the pulled over, Chris? Rodney, no, you're not. You're still on the road. Even if you stopped at the lights, you're still on the road. 
Yes, but if you know exactly how much time you've got to actually wait before it turns green, and you know exactly how much time you've got, then you should be able to use your phone because you're in a stationary position. Well, let me tell you something, Rodney. I'll take money with you. I'll tell you exactly what would happen. People would start to focus on what they were doing on their phones, and regardless of the amount of time being displayed, by the time the lights turned green, they'd still be sitting there with their head buried in their phone. So how does it work in Malaysia then? I have no idea. There's lots of other things. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't like to drive like they drive in Malaysia. I'll give you the big tip. Yeah. Look, and, and look at it this way. Perth drivers, we can't even merge. What yeah. hope have we got when we, we're messing with the phone? We can't go down, on, do, down, note I say down and on-ramp, and be at speed by the time we enter the freeway, mate, and you think that a system like that's going to work? Rodney, you have a lot more faith than I, son, and for that I congratulate Good you. Good on you, mate. Because uh, you've got far more faith than I have. Hello, Brad. <laughs> oh, good day, Chris. How are you going? Good, mate. Mate, I, I was just bringing in, I'm driving home from the city down to Circuit Harbour, and um, I'm just thinking... Whether the focus is too much about mobile phones just in cars and whether it needs to be looked at from a society point of view and that parents need to be teaching their kids younger that they don't need to be so reliant on their phones. Oh, absolutely. That That's another good point as well. So our reliance on mobile phones in some cases is quite extreme and we're probably going to have a look, hard look at ourselves for that. And I've got to admit, me included. Uh, but to the point, I suppose it gets like an addictive habit and yeah. so they'll touch their phone because they're out of habit yep. and you know when you go to the checkouts at the shops and you see people answering their phones at the checkout or they're lining up in a queue and they're, they're texting or they're sitting at a restaurant and mm. everyone's always got their phone on them and it's sort of like when it's not in their position they don't feel Right. I've got my hand up here, Brad. This is one of those times you talk about people using their phones at checkouts. Mm. You know the bloke who says something to somebody who's doing that? You're talking to him. Yeah. Mate, I said to people, do you want to put that phone, phone down and let this person finish serving you or would you like to step back and finish your obviously very important conversation so the rest of us who don't have time to stand here while you conduct your social life can actually get through and enjoy one ourselves? Yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Oh, um, yeah. just, but, mate, but, it's but just I, pig, I just it's pig ignorant and rude. That's what it is. It's pig ignorant and rude. And I just wonder if the, the car is just an extension of that behaviour. That we're all just so used to our phones. It's just a, yeah. a learned habit now. Yeah, I, I think cars actually make us worse. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Thanks very much for that, Brad. But, yeah. you know the one thing we should really teach people? If you've got children or grandchildren, one thing you should teach them, just because a phone rings, whether we're talking about an SMS or whether we're just talking about a phone rings, yeah. doesn't mean you have to answer it. It's almost a Pavlovian response, isn't it? It is. Ring Let, grab. Let's have, a, let's have a chat to Jackie, who's actually got a technical problem oh, okay. in her I home. Do. Hello, Jackie. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. I don't have a technical problem. I have an age problem. Um, Never I a have problem, a just call it experience. <laughs> I have an I have a smart telly, but yep. it doesn't automatically connect to the internet. I've got a ploddle or a dongle or whatever you call it. Yeah, okay. A, um, a plug-in thing. Yep. And I have Foxtel, so I uh-huh. ring to organise a movie the other day. Yeah. And they said, well, if you're not on the, if your telly's not a um, connected to the internet, you mm-hmm. can't order a movie. All right, so you're using the Foxtel Now streaming service, is that right? Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry to mm. sound so ignorant. No, no, that's fine. My question is, is there someone mm-hmm. that I could 
get to come to my house yep. and show me what I have to do with this. Yeah, yeah, if Ben. A technical guy. Ben. This fellow you're talking to now, Jackie. Someone who knows he, about he's the, he's he's the one I reckon. He's the one I reckon you, you should uh, have a chat to. He can sort all that stuff out for you. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call uh, and tomorrow, and I'll be happy to organise something for you. Okay. Can you please tell me the name of your company? Okay. Uh, the name of the business is Easy Wireless. That is E Z I Wireless, and my phone okay. number is zero four one nine nine six five one nine six. Thank you so much. I'll give you a call tomorrow. I look forward to it, Good Jackie. Good on you, Jackie. It's strange that my saying, once you know how to do that, it's not that hard to set all that stuff up. But yeah, until you know, yeah. drive you insane. Hello, Joanne. Oh, hi, Chris and your guest. Ben. I didn't catch his name. Hi, Joanne. It's Ben. Oh, hi, Ben. Chris, just very quickly, a couple of things. The mobile phone. I've just tuned in when I think the gentleman, uh, was it Rod or Ray? I just tuned in then Rodney, and I yep. heard him say something. When you're on the phone, now correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're on your mobile and driving, it distracts you and takes your mind off the road. Is that what he said? Yes, yeah. yes, that's correct. what he said. Yeah, exactly, spot on. And just the other thing I'll quickly add, when you're on your landline in your living room, mm-hmm. different story, you can multitask. But when you're on the road, you should have your eyes and mind on one thing and one thing only. The yep. other thing also, very quickly, Chris, um, I think I heard something called, I don't know, half read the paper or whatever today, where our ex-commissioner, and I might add the best one we've ever had, is saying something about the mobile phones, how things something has to be done about them. Mm-hmm. And again, um, Michelle Roberts seems to be on a different planet. Um, and the other thing as far as penalties, and I think I've said it before, the only thing that's going to fix the problem is confiscate the phone. And you'd only have to do it once, and I think once would be enough. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't mm. come... I mean, what? thank you for that, Joanne. I appreciate your point. But, Ben, why do we have to... We're adults. Yes, we are. Okay. If we're talking about people who are not adults, then there's a little thing called parental responsibility comes in. Yep. But if we're talking about adults, why do we need some sort of paternalistic approach yeah. to something that actually your brain should tell you to do? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I believe that it can be solved and we don't have to have fines or confiscate equipment yeah. in order to get it done. I think it's just a driver-to-driver thing. So I, I quite, quite often, yeah, quite often, but, but I, I mean, see other people look, driving along the road playing with their phones. And you think, yeah. what, what's this is what I don't get. Yeah. The thing that does my head in about this is what's so damned important that it can't wait. Yep. But look, and people, do you know something? We have people listening to this program now. Mm-hmm. Who, if you wanted to get in contact with somebody, you looked for a phone box. Yeah, that's right. And well, you had to hope they were f- they were home, mm-hmm. and you had to hope they weren't on the phone, because if they were, you were going to get the engage signal. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I reckon we can solve it, and it's like a, a driver-to-driver thing. I've done it quite a few times. People know they shouldn't be messing with their phones, and I get their attention, whether we're at lights or driving along, and I look at them and go, what are you doing? Yeah, they know they shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, I well, know. Thing is, though, you're a big bloke, so no one's going to mess with you. Yes, indeed, Ben Aylitz here from Easy Wireless. His website, by the way, is benaylitz.com. One L, two T's in Aylitz. That's right. Aylitz.com. Benaylitz.com. Good day, Paul. Oh, hello, Chris. Hello, Ben. Good day, Paul. Um, I just wanted to add my two cents worth to this 
mobile phone debate. All right. Sorry to be boring, but I've just, I'm a truckie. Yes. And I've just followed a Hyundai i30 down Row Highway, and the speed was varying from 85Ks to 100Ks, and it was wandering about. Oh. And I could see the glow of the mobile phone yep. inside the car. And you know what? It was a pee plater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's no, no chance I they're just, listening to us right now, so we can't say stop it. Uh, I just don't get it. I, you know, 5000 bucks, and if it's a pee plate, take the licence away. End all. End of story. Just 5000 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Um, take, take, take the license away. Yeah, yeah although the sure next thing is if you take the license away, the next thing that will happen is they'll be in, in court arguing for an extraordinary license. Well, that, then it gets ramped up. It gets double or nothing. You do it again, yeah. you're extraordinary, you're disqualified for life. Yep. End of story. Yep, fair enough. Thanks very much for that, Paul. Mm. It is... Um, I, I just don't get it with people. No. You know, and you know part of the problem... And you would appreciate this being a man of technology. One of the things many people have not done, and I think, look, to a certain extent, largely it's been because preceding generations have not understood technology in the way that current generations do. Yep. And, and certainly if you're a grandparent or a great-grandparent, you probably feel like we're talking an alien language. Yeah. But the problem is, unlike just about everything else, it's not something that those who are older have traditionally passed on and mentored those who are younger to use. Mm. But also there was never any etiquette in place for it. You know, everything that's, down yeah. to the way that you sit down at the table and eat your dinner, uh -huh. that's something that's passed down from generation to generation. You know, the whole line about don't chew with your mouth open and, you know, your knife put, put your knife and fork down, all that sort of stuff. Yep. That was taught. Yes. None of this stuff has been taught. And that's part of the problem. It's just kind of evolved it's almost like a lawless situation. Now we end yep. up in this circumstance. Yep. Got a question. Paul wanted to ask this one. What's that? He said, can you put the following question to Ben? All right. I currently yeah. don't have a phone to call in because I'm in the process of transitioning from landline to NBN and VoIP. Okay. Two weeks ago, I was connected to the NBN with IINet. I'm using a, um, a Telstra... Sage MCOM 5355 modem that a friend no longer needed for internet and email, and mm -hmm. it works well. Good. However, for the VoIP, IINet have now advised me of the SIP domain and server, mm -hmm. but it seems the Telstra modem doesn't allow for setting changes, but auto-detects on the Telstra network, which means it won't be any use with IINet. That's right. Is that the way you see it? Yep. If so, can you please suggest a modem that also offers VoIP that will allow me to set up the domain and server details. I was looking at the TP link. I don't need gaming or the ability to connect a number of users, just two people. Yep. Okay. Uh, right. So, yes, the situation there is that if you're using a Telstra uh, modem, it is expecting to see a Telstra network, and therefore it's going to be very, very hard to change. It's the same thing with the IINet and all the other ISP-supplied stuff. So they're, they're basically making their hardware to suit their services. So the best way to go uh, is uh, just any old router that is VoIP-capable, and TP-Link will do the job fine. Uh, so if you want to go TP-Link, go for it. Uh, if you want to go ASUS, go for it. If you yeah. want Netgear, no problem, as long as it's something you buy off the shelf and it's something you can configure yourself. Okay. So it's so it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Yep. Mm.
But if you happen to have a modem that's not VoIP capable, doesn't matter how good the modem is, forget it. Yeah, if it's not VoIP capable, if it's not VoIP capable, mm. uh, you won't be able to make VoIP calls on it. Simple as that. And of course, that was a problem that Paul ran into. Yep. The fact that he's got this modem. Yep. Um, the um, Sage MCOM five three double five, and that works fine for internet and email, but obviously is not one that was designed for. VoIP works, so therefore it can't be configured. It's probably not uh, designed for non-Telstra VoIP work. Ah. It might be a VoIP modem, but... So therefore, it would only work if Paul was connected to Telstra, but we know he's not because he's already said he's with IINet. There you go. Yes. So uh, So the ones you buy off the shelf in the shop, Mm -hmm. they basically can work with... They can detect and work with... Any ISP, is that essentially what you're telling That's us? right. That's what they're designed to do. Ah, you see, that makes it simple. Once yeah, we, it does. Mind you, I, I suppose the disadvantage when you get uh, a system that's offered uh, from your own ISP, mm-hmm. that can be quite advantageous. But as you were saying, the problem there is that sometimes it just isn't designed to work with anything other than their equipment. That's right. All right. Simple uh, quickly that. from Ron. Yes. Uh, ben, please yeah. advise the best item to buy for paying bills... And every other thing you need to do at a basic level, is it a laptop or a PC? All right. What's the best and how do you set it up? So Ron wants something fairly simple here. Okay, uh, PC versus laptop, there's really very little difference uh, with bang for buck. Uh, for about the same amount of money that you'd spend on a desktop PC, you can get a laptop. So that makes it portable, it's got a battery, and it's got a screen and everything included, so I recommend people go for laptops. Yeah. Uh, and how do you set it up? Well, just like any other computer. It tells you. It actually takes you step yep. by step through it's that. simple. All right. Thank you very much for that. No worries. BenAylett.com. One L, two T's in Aylett is the website. BenAylett.com. Uh, just a couple of things just as we uh, finish up. Phones in cars. Only time I use my phone. Hands-free Bluetooth for calls only. Text messages aren't read until I reach my destination. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that, Brendan. Also, uh, come on, Anthony. What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah, fair enough. And this is beyond a joke. Oh, my God, Rodney, wake up. Once again, Ben, thank you very much. Thank you.